All right, welcome to a special edition. I just like saying it like that because it makes it sound really special. Of the Art and Span Show podcast, uh, Span is actually out sick, uh, dying at home from food poisoning. He ate Ebola. Yes. That's what happened. He basically he, he saw some Ebola. I don't know if it was deep fried or yeah. <laughs> uh, maybe pan seared, but he had some pan seared Ebola. Yep. And now he is uh, his insides are becoming his outsides. It's yeah. pretty rough. It's disgusting. Yeah. So we have uh, <laughs> the one and only Scary F and Terry. You have to say it like that. Uh, And for the uh, podcast to fill in for Span, uh, as always, podcast brought to you by Charlotte Shoe Repair. Uh, Went down there earlier today, actually, and filmed some stuff with Travis. I like what I like most about Charlotte Shoe Repair, other than the made in the USA boots, is the uh, at home feeling when you walk in. So they have a dog there, like a family dog. Oh, cool. And I'm a sucker for pets. So the second I walk in there, I was like, oh, he's a good boy. Oh, he's a good boy. And (laughs) Travis probably hates it because I talk in dog baby voice the whole time. Um, but I, I love Charlotte Shoe Repair. They do everything from, obviously, shoe repairs to selling new shoes to uh, boots, boot repairs, uh, boot dyes, everything. So check them out online at charlotteshoerepair.com. I just talked to Travis today. He is all about the art and span hunting trip because yes. he is a hunter. He's, Hell yeah. He's absolutely. actually he's doing the most manly thing ever. He's going to Iowa to go hunt elk. Nice. I mean, it, it, like literally, his beard grew four extra inches when he said that. <laughs> Mine's starting to bush out a little bit here and that too. Thanks to thanks to Charlotte Shoe Repair. <laughs> See, every time, let me a little backstory here. So, um, I am uh, officially Art and Span's supervisor. Yeah. They 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 um in their office, their studio office where they record this thing is right across the hall from my office. Yeah. So every time these two do their thing and the Charlotte Shoe Repair comes on, I have to hear frickin' Sponchiato Spanarotti doing those... And I'm just like, bro, can you just like... He, the man has no inside voice, so I'm thinking no. like, we're going to do a more easy listening version of yeah. that. Charlotte Shoe Repair... Charlotte Shoe Repair. Yeah. Okay, see, Ooh, see like how much that. more pleasant like that was? That. There? Yeah, that was beautiful. <laughs> we'll do a country version next week. We'll, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll save the grindcore version for another time. <laughs> yeah, but exactly. yeah. So, there, so, so, Span, when you're listening to this later, it's vary it up a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah, you got to have different versions. All right, you know? so enough of that. <laughs> yes. Uh, we were just talking about, uh, I wanted to do a review on It Chapter 2. Now, you have not watched it yet, so I don't want to spoil it, but you read the book. I read the book, and I, I haven't seen the first movie i haven't seen the second oh you movie. haven't dude i i'm late to the party on all yeah. the movies the movie like, came out like three years ago i know but you you see the degree of workaholism that yeah I yeah have. i it's rare that i have two hours to myself oh what the hell these days these days movies are like three hours now yeah. like i i don't if i have to make an appointment to watch something <laughs> it ain't gonna happen yeah. well I, the new the new it movie is uh is almost three hours long uh the new Rob Zombie Three from Hell movie is almost like it's two hours and twenty minutes long, right? And it's like, yeah, you like literally have to set aside an appointment to watch movies nowadays. Yeah, man, and like, and don't get me wrong, I love movies, love horror movies, and that's one of the few. Like, my, my wife and I could have not have more divergent taste in entertainment. She uh-huh. likes 
how could I best describe her taste in movies? She likes movies about quirky white people with quirky white people problems. The most romantic comedies oh God, ever. Just the just dreadful. Me, yeah. I like horror. I like sci-fi. I like movie. If I'm watching a movie about damaged people, I yeah. like them to be like actually damaged and not. Oh, yeah. I my coffee was wrong. Here. Yeah, just like just the just uh, yeah, dreadful. It's like a lot of Zoe Dashanel films. She's okay all about that. And I'm like, eh, no. Well, you and I, you and I talked about Hereditary. Yes. And how I flat out said I will never watch that movie again because it made me feel a level of grief that I don't want to experience in a film because I've experienced it in real life. Like the uh, the the A24 movies have a really great way of making you feel so miserable afterwards and uh and, and yeah so like with the horror movies now though it seems i don't know why they're so long but like it chapter two was just under three hours and honestly i liked it better than the first one mm. i uh it, you know to, it, to me something about kid actors like for one i can't take them seriously like no matter the only kid actor that i ever took seriously was uh what's his name Haley joe osmond and six cents I was like, yeah, this yeah. kid is really possessed. <laughs> so, okay, but hold up. Let's back up for a minute. Yeah. How could you not take, I mean, we're talking Stephen King here, okay? Yeah. And now, look, not every King book to film translation works out, mm-hmm. okay? that There's no doubt about that. Some yeah. of them are just flat out dreadful. But man, the kid in Pet Cemetery creeped oh, me right the hell me. out. What? I've never watched it. Well, I haven't I watched half of the. I haven't I watched. Know. I haven't sat through a movie in I, a long time. So <laughs> I know, but the thing when forming friendships with people, I've mm-hmm. learned that there are certain movies that you have no excuse to never have watched. Yeah, yeah like yeah. Ghostbusters, never watched that. Uh, wow, the, the first Star Wars, I never watched that. Like The Godfather, never watched that. Wow. Like, so it's a list of movies to where like I almost get publicly shunned, you know, and thrown like beaten to death with rocks verbally when when it comes to certain movies. I just they're but iconic. Here's the thing, and this comes back to my thing with movies. They take a lot of damn time to yeah. watch, even if they're 90 minutes. Think I, I like look. I think of what I can get done in 90 I minutes, know. and I can get a lot done. Yeah, I'm like I feel tremendous guilt if I'm sitting and doing yep. nothing. It drives my wife up a wall. She's yeah. like, you need to learn how to relax. And I don't do well with that. I have like one hour to relax and that's the hour before bedtime when the kids are asleep and I can lay in bed and play on my phone and then right, I yeah. fall asleep. But yeah, I can't. The only time that I've sat and binge watched an entire series was uh, I had kidney stones and well, that's an excuse to take a load off. Yeah, I had I had two weeks off of work and I literally was on painkillers and I watched all of Breaking Bad. And right. to me, it was like, that's the glory. That's the greatest show of all time, oh, because I had yeah. the time to sit and watch six, seven episodes in a day, you know, but it's, right. it sucks because we live in a day and age where like. We just don't have time. And then you're making these movies that are three hours long. And it's like, right. I might as well get a bed and breakfast, too, and just make it a whole weekend <laughs> event. Like, it's extremely difficult. But, I mean, the the movie was great. It really dove into how uh, Pennywise sort of became Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I liked about it is each individual kid that is now an adult, they had to go through a series of events to try and take on Pennywise. Right. And that was awesome because it focused individually they all had to get like a you know and spoiler alert but they all had to get an artifact or a piece um 
And during that story, you get to learn character development of each of the kids, uh, which was really nice. But I tell you what, the guy who plays Pennywise is absolutely terrifying with or without makeup. Like he does that. The I found out the eye thing that he does. There's no CGI. He does that by himself. Whoa, dude. Yeah. Like, that's some demon Linda Blair stuff. I mean, as far as, like, superpowers go, I mean, it's not quite God tier. Yeah. But, you know, that, that's still pretty, yeah. that's legit. Yeah. That's legit. And then the, the mouth thing that he does where he curls his mouth, he does that by himself. It's really, like, the dude, he was born for this. Mm. Because I'm thinking, who's the, who's the guy? Is it Tim Curry was Tim the Curry. first one. Yeah. yeah. And he and, did a legit job. But, I mean, I saw, I saw most of the original It series. Yeah. But, again, having read the book, and I love the book, I mean, there is that one part at the end. And it's like, oh, uh, 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 no, what part at the end? Uh, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Now you spoiler can Spoiler alert. Give me a couple minutes. But the train scene. Oh, see, that where, wasn't in. Oh, no, no, no. This train is not a locomotive. There was a train that was ran. Uh-huh. Wow, you've not read the book. No. See, because this never makes the cut in the movies. And maybe it made it in this one. But at one point, the female lead, Mm -hmm. she and the fellas, they all have uh, intercourse together. All of them? Oh, my God. Well, you know, she and each guy one at a time. Really? Right. That was how they... Yeah, that didn't happen either. Yeah. (laughs) And she was like... And I, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, the reason was... And I believe this happened after the big combat scene happened after the after Pennywise had been defeated or whatever uh, if I'm remembering this correctly she wanted this to happen and the, and the guys wanted this to happen so they would always remember what they had gone through together what? which I'm like maybe get matching tattoos <laughs> yeah. maybe or, get a t-shirt that I mean, says <laughs> I, I, I mean again at a lot of these and these kids these are like junior yeah. high school kids and I'm like Stephen King and I'm reading this going Stephen King what in yeah, the yeah what is, is happening get a t-shirt that says like I defeated Pennywise and all I got was this T-shirt. <laughs> like, don't go on a bang fest. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, again, I'm not gonna. I, I don't know. To, to each their own. Yeah. And, you know, okay. The characters they and the the characters are not real people, right? But Stephen King is a real person. Yeah. And I'm like, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe can he ease up about ten to twelve yeah, percent? That's there? weird. Sweet. That's... Yeah. Wow. I mean, like, and I'm just, I don't know. I'm sure he had a very, a very good artistic reason for it, I right. guess. But yeah, like, I don't see it. I know. Yeah. I had trouble seeing it. He as actually well. made a cameo in the second one. Oh, and it was one of those, like, uh, Stan Lee things where you're like, oh, it's him. Yeah, he'll you do know? that from time to yeah, time. Yeah, and it's like, wow, that was awesome. Like, it's something to where, like, if you're, uh, I, I'm as much a Stephen King fan as anyone, but I'm not going to sit here and say that I've watched every movie or read any book. Mm-hmm. When it comes to reading, I'm not that smart. Like, I just I I don't have the attention to sit there and flip through a page. I just don't. Um, I used to, and then Reddit happened. Yes, and it's like today I learned, you know, or TLDR. Like you know, it's so much easier to get cliff notes of stuff. But I also feel that that's it's terrible because. Before I go watch a movie, I'll go read the reviews. Mm. And Rotten Tomatoes is one of the biggest websites for reviews, but they only get like five reviewers, and then they have the audience members. So there's two different scores, obviously. So before I went to go watch the new It, I read the reviews, and I was like... (sighs) 
I don't know if I want to see it. And then I watched it and I was like, oh, hey, I could form my own opinion. Like, so, you know? my uh, over the weekend, my son and I, um, it's funny, we were talking about it too. My wife and daughter went to see it this weekend. Mm-hmm. They had their la- a ladies outing. They went to this thing called the Oddities Fest in Lansing. Okay. And it was just like this big, um, like almost like arts and crafts fest full of creepy ass stuff. What? Dude, it's sick. I'll show you pictures later. Yeah. It, it was freaking sick. So this left my son and I to our own devices. And my son and I, we do this thing called Bro Day, yeah. where it's just me and him. That's and awesome. the number one goal of Bro Day, and this is one instance where I can do this and not feel like a complete piece of trash. The number one goal of Bro Day is to have no goals and accomplish nothing. Awesome. So we, we yeah. play video games. We, uh, you know, we'll play board games, card games or whatever, and we'll watch a movie. And we actually watched a damn movie. We ended up watching Solo, a Star Wars story. Oh, okay. So it's like the backstory of Han Solo. And this movie got trashed in the reviews. Yeah. We're hating on it left and right, but my son, he and I have watched every Star Wars movie together. That's awesome. We always catch them in theaters when when we can, except for Solo. We missed Solo in theaters. Um, When did that come out? Oh, it's been a few years. Oh, has I, it? I, and we missed it. I forget why we missed it. it, just, it, it I think uh, my kids are both like theater kids. They mm-hmm. probably were in a musical and go into rehearsal every night. And the schedule for right. them is insane. If your kids ever get in a theater, get ready to put some miles on. Yeah. But um, thing got trash in ratings. And he and I watch it. And we enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. Look, were there some parts of it that were like, well, you're no Harrison Ford. <laughs> sure. But at the same time, it was an entertaining story. I was entertained. You yeah. know, and it was all good. Now, my wife and, and we had a great time. It was cool. Saw the whole thing. And you and I are just hanging out in the living room, watching it on my Xfinity. Simple, <laughs> easy, awesome. Sorry, I have an endorsement <laughs> with them. It's embedded in your brain at this now, point. Now, my wife and daughter, on the other hand, yeah. went to the theater to see it. And they came back, and um, and I'm like, hey, how was the movie? And they were pissed. Really? Not Well, my wife wasn't too mad. She's you know goes with the flow, but my daughter was pissed. So they go in, they go to the, the NCG cinema, and they've got like an entire row to themselves. Yeah. And then this couple comes in and sits right uh. next to my daughter. And my daughter, I mean, they could have sat anywhere else in the theater. Yeah. My daughter likes her personal space. She's 16 and pissed off at everything. <laughs> but it, she's a delightful child. But, you know, yeah. just give her her space. So these jackasses, and, I, I'm, and, you're, and I know that sounds harsh. You know, uh, people can sit where they want to, but hold up. It gets worse. But wait, there's more. <laughs> yeah. So they sit down. And then they're on their phones the whole damn time. Ugh. Full brightness. They got of course. Co- they, they have four seats. This couple has four seats that they have taken up with popcorn and candy and soda. <sighs> there is popcorn spraying everywhere. <laughs> There's soda being spilled oh. everywhere. And just like the... I mean, my daughter, I mean, she hasn't, I don't, I don't know what it is. She's never really experienced that level. And and again, they're talking through the whole damn thing. Right. They didn't even stay for the whole movie. Like halfway through, they got up and they split. And like my daughter, I mean, she's watching this thing with her hand on the side of her face to block out the light from the, from Are you serious? Yeah, man. And it's like, and they got like the nice, they, what is it called? The extreme cinema? Yeah. The IMAX. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so. And that's like $14 a ticket. Yeah. Yeah. So these folks paid 
28 freaking dollars. Right. And I'm going to guess that they bought their snacks and drinks. Yeah, because they, they had, it was, I believe it was official cinema stuff. It's 60 bucks. Yeah, it's, yeah. All so together. they spent yeah. $60 to not watch a movie. I'm too poor for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too poor for that. I'm just rude yeah. Yeah. What, what an absolute disregard for the people who are sharing the public space with you I mean, yeah. it's like being a freaking litter bug in a park that's why it's so hard to go to movies nowadays because it's like if I'm going to listen to people talking I'll do it at home to where I can tell them hey listen or I can pause it or be like hey I'm really uh, yeah. into this movie stop like yeah. you know you don't want to be a jerk to random strangers but I worked in a movie theater it was one oh, of my, my first okay. jobs I was an usher and I was a ticket taker and honestly it was one of my favorite job still to this day. The ushering part of cleaning up was, you know, less well, than desirable. If you get a theater full of folks like the ones that oh, sat next to my head. So we would have a 50 Cent Movie Monday. Oh, And wow, okay. this was just outside of Detroit at a mall called Universal Mall, which is now shut down. Um, but what we would do is we would, um, it, it, the people would come in from the buses in the middle of winter and pay 50 cents just to have a warm place to sit. So the theater would be packed. I mean, the right, matinee yeah. movie, I mean, it was packed. But what came with that is waking up homeless people because it's like, hey, you got to go. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, there's plenty of things that we found while cleaning up the movie theater that you wouldn't believe. Every type of. Uh, how do I word this? Recreational pharmaceuticals? Uh, those, but also. Um, hmm. Fecal matter. Uh, yes, there was uh, uh, diapers, obviously. Oh. Um, there was. Um, there was. Um, uh, pl- mm, uh, women's uh, hygiene. Uh, hygiene, uh, sanitary yep. products. Uh, oh. There was also uh, men's baby making preventative stuff that you would find. Ooh. Yeah, I mean, it was everything. I mean, they gave you guys like gloves and stuff or a hat. Well, well, we had the right. broom and dustpan, and that oh. thing probably had all of all of the diseases. Oh. But I remember Maybe Span touched one of those. And that's why he's been out sick for the last. <laughs> he was last in the movie theater, days. just like, "Well, what's this thing?" And the next thing you know, Ebola. <laughs> <laughs> that happens that quickly. But I remember we cleaned it. We cleaned a theater one time, and uh, and we found an envelope. Uh, my coworker found an envelope, right. and there was thousands of dollars in cash oh, in the envelope, like one of those like uh, Manila. I don't know, you know, the regular envelopes. Yeah, and. I said, well, what are you going to do then? And he's like, well, I'm going to take it to the manager. And 16-year-old me was like, well, why don't we just pocket it and not tell anyone? But then honest me was like, yeah, we should take it to the manager. And which the manager pocketed it and never said anything. (laughs) So I learned a real-life lesson that it's like, you can't always win even if you try. Like, I I thought to myself, you know, if someone was to come in and they're missing thousands and thousands of dollars, you would hope that the manager would give it to them. I don't know whatever happened with it. I just know that the manager took it and it was never brought up again. Uh, you know what happened to it? <laughs> Hookers and blow. Yep. Hookers, Hookers and, and blow. One of the greatest TV segments of all time. Right. Sir, what are you going to do with your lottery winnings? Uh, Hookers and blow. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the, when when it comes to movie theater etiquette, um, and even with watching the movie, I went to to go see It Chapter Two with two of my buddies, and my friend who was sitting next to me, I, I feel okay. If you're going to check your phone, do the pocket check. You know, like I have a family, you have a family. Right, yeah. I can't sit for an hour without checking my phone because oh, I, can. I, I can't. I can't. It's embedded in my brain that it's like, like during the podcast, it sits down, you know, mm. and I try not to touch it. But it's just like it's embedded in me. But he was sitting there next to me just looking through Facebook. And I was like, 
are you not entertained? Like, right, there's, yeah. one of the, it's a super awesome horror movie that literally had no doll points in it. And you're going to sit there on your phone and scroll through Facebook. Like, it's right, just, yeah. there's certain movie theater etiquettes, and that to me is the number, like, if you're going to look at your phone, leave. You know, like I'm a I'm a nature versus nurture type of person when it comes to human psychology. Mm-hmm. I, it's it's a balance. Uh, psychology is biopsychosocial. Your behavior is determined by three things: your biology, the chemistry that flies around in your brain, the uh, so, so the the psychology. You know, your your um your thought processes and how it reacts with the chemicals in your brain, and then the social part of it is your upbringing. So mm-hmm. it's those three things that I think that make up a human being, and when I hear about folks like the ones that sat next to my kid, or I think about your friend <laughs> yeah. who's scrolling through the phone, I'm like, okay, the, I'm going to take the biology part out of it because I don't know what their chemistry is like. Right. Okay. But like, looking at the psychology part of it, what part of you thinks it's okay to do that to have right. that level of disregard? But again, how much of that is social? How much of that, like my daughter, has been raised? Yeah. Hey, when you go to a theater, shut your damn phone off. Yeah. Don't talk. You know, pay attention to the screen. Like, I, I'm wondering, okay, this couple, what sort of, because that didn't happen overnight. Right. You know? I mean, they go in and they, you know, have their stuff on and it's a big friggin' party or whatever and they're on their phones the whole time. Like, somewhere along the line, they learned that that was okay. Yeah. But when put up against societal norms, it's decidedly not. Yeah. But I think that can happen. To anybody, there's a, a concept called Hanlon's Razor, and you and I have talked about Hanlon's Razor in a couple yeah. circumstances. Yep. Never attribute to malice that which can be equally attributed to ignorance. Right. These folks who own the movie, they make a mess of things. Maybe they just don't know. Right. They Maybe don't they know just any better. Raised properly or whatever yeah. the hell. Right. And. It's it, so I try to be forgiving of stuff like that. I can't though. Like it's embedded in me to like like I when I think of number one pet peeves, right? it's talking during a movie. Like I literally blood boiling rage. Even as much as and this is where I wonder if like what do they say? Uh, if you can't handle like little noises, mm-hmm. there's a uh, like a certain uh, psychology breakdown of it. I don't know. Um, uh, is it sociopath or something? Like basically, they said that if you can't handle like if someone was to sit here and just just tap stuff Mm -hmm. after a while that would break you and i'm that type of person like i have such a bad sense of being able to pay attention to where like even in meetings i'm good for about an hour anything over that i can't do it but is that my upbringing or is that just i sit there and i wonder like okay like you said maybe that person just doesn't know any better and they don't think that like tapping their foot during a movie or eating their popcorn super loud or going ha 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 that's funny isn't it during a movie is is not not acceptable so here's the thing of it though and this is where when i think about that when i think about the hanlon's razor thing I try to be forgiving of other people because mm. I'm sure that there are things that oh, I have I, done yeah. and <laughs> things that I may even still do yeah. that are just way outside the bounds of nor- of societal norms. And I did them or maybe still do them because I, not out of malice, not right. because I'm hating another human being, but out of ignorance. Right. And the um, oh, God, there's so many. I'll, you know, with a more recent one, I, I, I'll go with this. And this one, 
This is out of ignorance. Mm -hmm. So uh, when it comes to the trans community, Mm -hmm. I'm still getting used to the pronouns thing. Yeah. There's there's always and and it's so easy to be wrong. Yeah. And it's almost like um, the you really have to have a conversation with the person. And the problem is, too, I call everybody dude. Right. I don't care who you are. I'm going to call you. dude. You can be male, female, wherever you are on the spectrum. I'm going to call you dude. And it's not because I'm assuming your gender, but I can see how that can be taken as, you know, malicious or disrespectful. So I'm working on it, you know, but I'm going to screw up somewhere along the line. I mean, look, in my upbringing, I was never I was never exposed to that. No one in my family was ever trans. And up until a few years ago, you know, uh, trans people had to hide all that. Stuff, right. You know, right. At, at, on peril of their lives in a lot of cases. So, yeah, it's one of those things that I'm still learning. And again, I I'm a dude. I'm a I am an open minded dude. I don't yeah. know whatever your background is, wherever your gender identity is. You're cool with me. Right. right? But um, I'm probably still going to mess up and I'm going to screw up and I'm going to call you dude. And it's not because well, I think it's not because you, I don't believe you're a lady. I, right. I, I'm not going to assume your gender or whatever, but it's just I'm still be patient with me. Well, and the thing <laughs> is, is, I mean, let's let's look at it this way. In the video game community, when you're playing online, words are said. OK, and oh, I remember being 16, words. 18 years old, saying certain words that now I look back and I cringe thinking about it. It's like I thought that that was funny. I thought that that was acceptable at the time. And due to education and learning about how certain people take certain words that are said, I know that that was ignorance on my part. You know, back then it was like to say that it was like, oh, headshot, gotcha. And it's like, nah, now, now I think about it and it's like, man, like. I'm thankful that that stuff isn't available and recorded it on YouTube. Like you could stream all video right, games now and right, everything because it's right. embarrassing. It's like, you know, the fact that we as a society have come so far into realizing like that's not acceptable. That's not mm-hmm. right to say. So it's something that you learn. You know, you brought up like I didn't know until I look now and see it. I used to smoke. I smoked for 10 years. Oh, well, and good on you for quitting. Yeah. Office well, smells much better as a result. Yeah. Having a bunch of babies means, you know, that it's either a cigarette pack <laughs> no or a pack money. of diapers. Yeah. 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 So, you know, um, there was a period when after my wife and I's triplets were born, I went back to smoking and I realized real quick we cannot afford that. Right. But I would always notoriously while driving down the highway. Way, flick my cigarette out the window. Oh, yes, I did that too. Back when I used to smoke, For ten yeah, years, just flick it. And I right. thought, I thought about it the other day because I was driving behind someone, and they flicked the cigarette out the window, and went ugh. And then I went, wait. I was just that guy two years ago. I was no different. And it wasn't due to ignorance. It was due to stupidity and thinking that that was acceptable. You know, I mean, when you right. think of that little, you know, filter and everything, for one, they're not biodegradable at no, all. No, hell no, they're not. And I think about how many I've smoked at a pack a day for 10 years. Right. I have a room full of cigarettes up to the ceiling. And I just think that throughout life, they say like every seven years, it's almost like you shed your skin and you become a new person. Like yeah. cells die, your brain develops differently, you know. And I think that that with that, I just, I, I feel so dumb for doing that for so long and right. thinking it was okay. At one point, I was uh, I was working for some company. I, I wasn't even, well, I was, uh, I was on a tryout basically. Uh-huh. For this company that would go door to door and raise money for like environmental groups, uh, citizen 
action. That's what it was. So we okay. would go door to door and try to get donations for, you know, environmental stuff and that sort of thing. And I'm being, uh, it's my first day that I'm with my, the gal who's training me and uh, I fire up a cigarette in between our stops. And um, it's getting down towards the end. And she's like, um, just so you know, like, if you're going to if you're going to do this, you, you need to field dress your cig. I'm like, what do you mean field dress it? Because at that point, I was, yeah. I was either flicking it or I'd, I would find I'd try to find an ashtray. But if there's no ashtray, right. flick it. Right. She's like, yeah, just field dress it. You just roll the thing, make all the tobacco fall out. And then you, you know, stick that you just hang on to the butt until you find a place to ditch it. And I'm like. Well, damn, I should have been doing this yeah. my entire stupid smoking life. <laughs> uh, I look right. at people I look at people like my grandfather though, and he has smoked so much through heart attacks, through having strokes, and he just keeps going that he actually has indentations in his fingers where the cigarette goes. Jesus. And he has elbow like his elbows are raw from sitting and smoking mm-hmm. and doing that back and forth motion. Right, yeah. And I remember looking at him one time and being like like, that's it. Like I'm, I'm done mm-hmm. because he also would roll the cigarette up after it was done and put it in his pocket. Mm-hmm. But then he smells like super stale cigarettes yeah, yeah. all day. So it's like I look at like ten years, like, and I've had like CAT scans and MRIs since then, mm-hmm. and my lungs aren't, you know, I mean, obviously they're not as good as what they could be, but it doesn't look like there's any permanent damage, which is nice. But at the same time, I'm like, man, that was a lot of money wasted. But it's something that when you're in your twenties or you're in your, you know, your teen, you're, you don't think about. Mm-hmm. You're just like, ah, seven bucks a pack. That's no big deal, right. you know. And but you know, this stuff was uh, our discovery about the piss poor choices we were making comes yeah. as a result of seeing other people make piss poor choices or being confronted with new information. And when you're yeah. confronted with new information, like if my daughter were to turn to her left yeah. and say, hey, yeah, <laughs> turn your goddamn phone but off. That's what I think like, about that. And it's yeah. scary, though, because nowadays you don't know how people are going to react. Well, I, I, I'm just going to reasonably assume that they will react unkindly. Have you yeah, ever tried that's to, true. Have you ever tried to confront someone's long-held thoughts and beliefs on Facebook? <laughs> no, I gave up case, on that years case ago. Case in point. So yeah. there you go. Yeah. All right. I got to get on to a thing. We yeah. learned a lot today, Hell yeah, though. man. Movie yeah, this theater is etiquette. And Span, I hope you get well soon and stop pooping yourself inside out. Now what so. you need to do is if he's listening to this, go... <coughs> so he throws up everywhere. <laughs> That's what you get for missing work. All right. Thanks th- for having me, bro. Yeah, thanks for having uh, Thanks for coming on, man. Uh, this episode, again, brought to you by Charlotte Shoe Repair. Check them out online. CharlotteShoeRepair.com. Charlotte Shoe Repair. Yeah. There we go. Thanks for listening.